Welcome to Toddcast by the Oslo Desk. The Oslo Desk Todd brings diverse perspectives to the table and creates practical content to help people of all backgrounds in Norway to live out their greatest potential. In this podcast season, we will be highlighting and exploring European initiatives for an inclusive society. You will hear our guest speakers from Gothenburg, Sweden, Stuttgart, Germany, and here in Oslo, Norway. Their work has been part of exchanging knowledge and practices under the project Family Plus, which is partially funded by Erasmus Plus program of the European Union. The Family Plus project aims at overcoming the social exclusion of families through family education and empowerment activities adapted to the needs of the disadvantaged and migrant families. The Osodes was invited to contribute to their third study visit in Oslo under a three-day conference between 11th and 13th of March. However, the conference was cancelled due to the coronavirus outbreak and lockdown measures. In collaboration with Oslo Rosenhof Fuchsenablading, an adult learning centre, are we able to produce this podcast season. And funded by Erasmus Plus Programme. Welcome to the Osodes podcast. Um, today we have uh, Donika from uh, District Stovna, uh, where she works. We were supposed to be on at a conference a week ago, um, so now we uh, are introducing uh, these in, uh, integration initiatives uh, from Norway uh, onto this uh, podcast season. Uh, welcome, uh, Donika. How are you feeling? Thank you. I'm good. <laughs> ready for your questions <laughs> yeah. uh, we're all in house quarantine I'm guessing in a way we're all in lockdown so <laughs> yeah. yeah so everyone's uh, on home office working from home yeah absolutely how's that doing for you it's great actually I mean I I like having um like I ha- like having it um quiet around me and it gives me more time to work and focus yeah so great. I'm fine I'm fine with it. Cool. Right. Um, so introduce yourself a little bit. What's this project that you're working on now? What's... Um, so uh, I work uh, at the introduction program mm-hmm. uh, in the district of Stoner. Um And the major purpose with the program is to integrate and to help immigrants into work so that they become financially independent. Um, so refugees and their families who have been granted a residence permit in Norway have the right to and are, obliga- and are obligated to complete an introductory program. Uh, all municipalities that settle uh, refugees are obliged to offer the program. Um, and uh, the right and obligation to participate in an introduction program applies to newly arrived foreign nationals between 18 and 55 years of age. Um, and so um, the program uh shall be designed for persons who need to obtain basic qualifications and that's like really important um, for us and it may run up to two years uh, when special reasons the program may run for up to three years and they um, and the good thing about the program is that they receive uh, economical support while participating in the introduction program mm. and, um, yeah so our main job is to get them qualified for work in Norway and by doing so they start learning Norwegian at Norwegian language training school for adults in the beginning and while they learn Norwegian and after around six to nine months depending on how quick they learn Norwegian the participants in the program start having practice work 
at a regular job combined with learning Norwegian at language school. Many of the immigrants have never had a job and uh, they need work experience from Norway. That is why this is a good way of getting uh, work experience. Some of them manage to get a job where they have practice work. work sorry, um, And practice work is a way of getting a network and a chance for them to show an employer that they are good at work. And by this a lot of them, as I mentioned, get a job by doing uh, practical work. Mm. In, I'm guessing you would have quite a diverse uh, group of people um, in this introduction program. What kind of challenges do you face whilst um, working on the introduction program? Mm, well, the, the major challenges, uh, I would say, lies within the system in Norway. Although I understand that we we need to have regulations so that we make sure that not everyone can work as a pharmacist without being qualified within Norwegian standards, uh, etc. Uh, the major challenges in general, I would say, is finding an employer who is willing to give a person with no work experience at all or work experience from another country to give them a chance to prove that they can do a good job. Uh, my job is also to make sure that an employer don't take advantage of free labor. Uh, that is always a challenge challenge and a balance mm. because most of the refugees will need work experience, but there is a difference. Uh, some of them are already uh, re- um, some of them are ready uh, to get employed, whereas others need more time. Then it's my job to be in dialogue with the employer so that taking advantage doesn't happen. How, how, how would you um, do that in terms of um, speaking to the employer who is, that you can see that as taking advantage? Um, could you say an example of how you deal with that when you're talking to the employer? Uh, and how do you protect um, uh, the uh, the Norwegian practicant, which is the, the apprentice who is um, g- gaining the, the work experience. Yeah, what I basically do is I, I, like I stay in touch with the employer and I ask for a plan. I ask them to make a plan on what they're meant to go through while they're at practical work. And if I hear excuses, when, like for example, if I would hear that um, an employer says that the participant is good at something and then two weeks later... Um, take it back and say no they need more time and they don't have a um, proper excuse for why they need more time then I either tell the employer that they have to hire the person or I I stop like I make I tell my um, candidate not to go to this uh, to go there anymore Mm. and usually these these practice lists like where you um, get the work experience how long does that usually take uh, what is the minimum um, time usually uh, in the beginning well basically they in, um, they're at Norwegian training school uh, three days a week and then they're meant to be at practical um, work two days a week when they're in um, when their language skills are good enough to be in these classes at uh, Norwegian training school um, so um, it's two days a week, and in the beginning we write contracts for three uh, months at a time. Mm. So it's two days a week, three months. Three months. Um, because I've heard some cases where people have been doing these practice plus these, you know, work experiences time and time again and never got hired at the end. What happened there that you you try and not because you're balancing that the that the employers are not. Um, advantage of apprentices um, but at the same time where does that cutoff line is and where do you see um, this the issues in terms of um, getting one out uh, to actually be hired 
for the job yeah. that they're working on. Do you see that issue um, well, sometimes? Yeah, I do see it, but at the same time, like let's be honest, some of some of them need more time. Three months is not basically three months because they're there two days a week. So rounding it up, it maybe a month in total, and th- some of them don't even have work experience and they need to get work experience and for some it can take six months nine months and uh, an employer cannot just give someone a job they need they need a, someone to quit their job for it to be uh, free mm. so it's a balance basically like if if someone if a boss in the beginning promises someone to get a job and it takes nine months and the candidate still doesn't get a job then obviously there's something wrong and then we would try and go and uh, try and speak to the employer and if we don't if, if the person still doesn't get a job then we have to try it somewhere else hmm. what do you think um in terms of competence in working in this area uh, since uh, you've been working in uh, with introductions program and with employers as well uh, what do you think is the um important competence that's necessary to to work around this these uh, integration initiatives? Mm, I would say that the uh, cultural understanding is specifically necessary. Uh, a willing to ha- a willingness to want to help someone in a situation that may be in a difficult uh, that may be in a difficult situation. Patient, evading, and supportive. I would say that uh, that's the necessary competence for working on integration. Mm. Um, I can hear the static and movement. So since um, we're doing this through the phone, so uh, um, so one of the, I mean, I guess I also want to ask is, uh, what do you think is integration to you? Um, uh, what does it mean to you? Um, in terms of uh, integration and diversity, uh, why is it so important in our society today? Well, for me, it means a shared responsibility. It is, for example, not enough to have an introductory program unless society takes a common responsibility for integration on our needs. So that's, yeah, I believe and I think that it means shared responsibility and that everyone needs to take responsibility on, um, on um, what's it called, on helping the, our new citizens. Hmm. I, I guess it leads to, to me asking as well that um, given the kind of political climate that we're in, in, in terms of the far-right movement and also this, um, there's a sentiment uh, that can be quite negative to, towards immigrants. Has that impacted your work in any way? Has that um, affected you in, in, in any way? Well, talking from like um, the introduction program perspective on the district of Stolnir, um, the difference for us this year is that we're not going to have any... Um, well, we're going to have new refugees, but most of them will be on family reunification permits. They, they've decided this year that we will not, not get um, a list of uh, new immigrants that will uh, settle in our uh, district this year. So uh, that will uh, we will see that uh, we will have less people in the program mm. uh, as time uh, runs by. Uh, but that also means that we can work more effectively and more we can be more in contact with the people we already have in the program mm. and we have more time to help them get a job mm. so it's like it's both positive and negative sides for this mm. yeah i can see that um do you have sort of um any success stories that came out of the, the introduction program positive thing that came out of um having this initiative that you can see this progress there's some results coming out of it so uh, my question is, is that whether you saw any positive uh, progress um, through the introduction program? Did you see any success um, that's come out of it? Yeah, definitely. 
I um, I just think that uh, when you come into a new country, you don't know anyone. Um, just by like the um, permitted to get the program, you get a network, you get someone to help you, and we see that we've helped a lot of people in work, and we help them with whatever they uh, help them get kindergarten, help them uh, with um, to orientate them on uh, what goes on in uh, the district. Um, yeah, so I see that it works, and that we get to help a lot of people. Hmm. That's really, really good. What do you think the f- uh, how the future will look like, given the, the work you've seen? Um, do you see a positive future? Or what kind of vision do you see? With our situation now that we're not getting... Um, that we're not getting a lot of people in the program. Uh, it's difficult to know what's going to happen. Mm. Um, maybe we're going to have less people who work with the program because we don't have enough participants. I don't know way, like how it's going to end up. Maybe next year it's going to change. Maybe next year we'll have um, people, um, more people who start in the program. Mm. So I don't know. Time will show. <laughs> uh, but it definitely works and, and we do as um, much as we can to help uh, our new citizens. Mm. Why are you involved in in in, in introduction or why did you get into this field of work? Um, what is this? Is, um, is this your passion? Uh, is this something that you you've been wanting to do for a long time? Or well, um, I didn't. When I finished my degree, I came back to Norway. I did my degree in London, and then when I came back, I basically didn't know where to start. And I started working with immigrant kids under 18. Mm. Um, and then they closed the house, and I started working in the introduction program because it, it's um, it's the in- integration work, and I really enjoyed like meeting new people and helping out new people, our new cit- our new citizens. It was it just came natural, and I've and also I've um, uh, my background is kind of like my mind. My, my mom came to Norway when she was thirty three years old, so I've been to refugee camps as well, and. Yeah, so I have a lot of like experience, first-hand experience with it. So you're from Norway, am I correct, or you're 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 my? I I was born in Kosovo. Ah, okay. So you have that immigrant yeah. perspective as well, then. Um, um, yeah. Th- that kind of uh, helps yeah, the work. Mm. I think that's pretty much all, all my questions. Uh, do you think there's something that I've missed, or um, that I uh, I should uh, that you should add that you want to say further? No, I think I've answered well I, I can't come up with anything <laughs> so i think we got oh, all the grounds so... covered <laughs> yeah i think we're, we're, we're all distracted by the coronavirus and um uh this is the first time for me recording at home uh through you know uh the phone and using this device and so we're hearing about the static so we apologize to the listeners uh, if you're hearing the the, um, the static uh, for the conversation but it's been a great pleasure to interview you and um to talk about the work that you do. Um, it's, it sounds like a very, very important work that you do there. Um, sorry, you were going to say something before I interrupt, uh, interrupted no. you. So. No, no, no. No? Okay. Cool. Well, I... No, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah. And I hope you have a, a good day ahead. So, home office. <laughs> thank cool. you. You cool. too. <laughs> okay.